0: What's up, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, hobbits, leprechauns, witches, wizards, and all manner of fantasy creatures. Welcome to the Abby Khan Show, where it is my job, nay, my pleasure to be able to have conversations with fun, interested, entertaining and successful people to find out what makes them tick. How are they making the world a better place and what tools and tricks are they using in their everyday life to optimize mental and physical performance. So today's podcast is a very, very exciting guest. It is myself. (laughs) This is my very first podcast. It is, uh, I'm a guest on a good friend of mine's podcast. So sit back. Relax, enjoy the podcast, and please let me know if you have any feedback on this podcast. And if you'd also love to collaborate, I'm always interested in trying to chat with like minded people. And with the beauty of the internet, we can chat overseas. I do have some very cool podcasts come with people around the world, so stay tuned for that. But I'd also love your guys' feedback on who I should interview. If you have your own podcast and you'd like to have me on, if you enjoyed me as a guest on this particular podcast, and if you just love human connection, as I do, so again, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast.
1: Welcome to today's episode. Today we have a special guest, a friend of mine I've known for approximately ten years now. Yeah, ten probably. years. Uh, he is a personal tra a personal trainer by profession, so he's an expert personal trainer. You can tell by his physique uh, and also an aspiring. Actor, uh, his name is Abby Khan and he might be related to Genghis Khan. Are you related? I hope
0: so. Yeah, I feel like there's a little bit tied in there. I reckon so. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, you are a bit gangster (laughs) Sometimes,
1: sometimes. Um, why don't we start by giving everyone a bit of a history, you know, the backstory of who is Abby Khan? You know, just a short short story on that. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, so originally from the UK, um, grew up there, moved over to Australia when I was 19. My, I guess my background profession was professional rugby league. I was a professional rugby league athlete in the UK for about three years. Then coming out to Australia for a gap year to play footy against the Aussies. For, for me, you guys were much stronger, much better, much faster. I was like, okay, I need, to test, myself. <laughs> yeah, I need to test myself against you guys if I want to be great. But in that year, it was a weird transition because my dream was always to play professional footy had a professional contract there already on the table, but then basically I fell in love with the culture, with the people, and decided to stay an extra year over here. I uh, met my girlfriend within that time. She forced me to stay. And I sort of filtered out of the love for footy a little bit, had shoulder surgery, things like that, which lost a little bit of the passion. But then also at that time, found the passion for acting as well. So that's the sort of industry that I'm looking to push into. But throughout that, obviously that fitness journey, I've I did my personal training course of 17. It was great because I got exposed to not just, not just gen pop, but also professional athletes as well. So that really sorta, I guess gave me a really good start. And then obviously transitioned into Australia, which I think Australia are very, very good because you guys invest a lot into your education relative to like the UK, for example. Not that all the UK is bad, but I think there's just a b- bigger consensus of people actually giving more of a, a shit about their education in Australia. So you guys put a lot more money into it, which was great because I got to work with got people like Charles Poliquin, who passed away sadly a, a year or so ago as the legendary strength and conditioning coach. And he basically sort of, um, I guess, cultivated this in, incredible sort of uh, results-based industry, strength and conditioning industry that we have today. And I got to work with some really, really cool people throughout my, my journey here in Australia. and. Right now, personal training and acting.
1: Nice. So you started off with professional rugby. Yeah, I remember you told me that a long time ago, but yeah, it just flashed back to me now. So Hmm. tell me more about that. What was it like? You know, training to at a professional level. Yeah, so it was
0: amazing. I signed professionally at 16, um, so just sort of leaving high school, signed professionally, part-time professional uh, at the time, and it was incredible because it was. I mean. Like, sort of anything that when you've got that passion and that purpose, like you, like, I lived and breathed it. Like, every second of the day was training, was thinking about food, nutrition, was thinking about what can I do to optimize recovery? What can I do to optimize performance? How do I be better? And I remember, like, even over the, the Christmas break, like, generally you'd have, uh, like, pre season sort of take a little bit of a break around Christmas. It'd kick back in around February, sort of time, January, February. But over that time, I just wouldn't stop. I went, like, no. I wanna be ahead of everybody else. So it was really cool be, to be able to wake up with such a passion and a purpose that regardless of injuries, regardless of time, it didn't matter because all I wanted to do is be the best yep. rugby league player in the world. Okay. That was it at the time.
1: And, and as you know, like a lot of the people that listen to this podcast or watch it, they, they uh, you know around mindset and personal development have interests. So for you as a young guy looking to develop himself, as a professional athlete, what did you find were, you know, uh, motivating factors or ways to keep you, you know, getting out of bed to move drive towards it? What things like in personal growth field did you find helped you in that stage of your life?
0: Yeah, so I wasn't ever, I guess, talented like at all. Like if you saw me as a as a footy player relative to the other people in the in the squad, like there was zero. Like I wasn't fast, I wasn't overly strong, I wasn't overly skillful or anything like that. So I knew in myself the only thing I have is I have to work harder than everybody else. So I remember for around two years in the back end of high school, sort of from like started when I was just turning 15 uh, to around that 16 when I played professionally, was I would get up every single morning before school, 5 a.m., and I would run. So okay, cool, I'm running in the morning, then obviously school throughout the day. And then as soon as we finished, it was either hitting the gym or going training. And I basically did that for almost almost every day for around two years. Mm. And it was just that level of commitment where I was like, I know that I'm not the best, but talent's gonna beat, uh, hard work's gonna beat talent. And, and that's what I had in my head. I was just, hard work is gonna beat talent every single time. And then I actually heard that, that same quote put in a better way by uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, Man United. Coach at the time and i was like yes that resonated with me so in terms of like that that
1: hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work yes hard. that's correct yeah <laughs> that's exactly
0: it so i just knew that i just had to work harder than everyone so even over that christmas break i just okay. wouldn't stop i was like okay i need to be better i need to be better so that okay. when pre-season came yeah. people had a little bit of a break a bit of a light which happens um, at all elite levels which is yeah. cool because you need that recovery but i knew that if I did that, I would be so far behind everybody else. Yeah. So I just didn't stop. And okay. when it got to preseason, I was already there running. Yeah,
1: okay, wow, a couple of things come to mind there. So there's work ethic, mm. you just worked. But I think on the other side of that as well, you had a certain level of self-awareness around yourself. You're like, okay, I'm not the best at XYZ, i Y, Z, I'm gonna have to work my face off. Yeah. So I mean, how did, because not everyone has that. You know, we, you know, a lot of human beings, what, what led you to be able to know, okay, I don't have the this the natural skills like potentially other people do so I'm gonna have to work my, my, my ass off to get there mm. how did you come to that conclusion was there did you have good environmental factors like parenting or friendships mm. or were you naturally born with a level of self-awareness like, yeah
0: I don't think I was naturally born with but in terms of like parenting like if I th- I thought I worked hard, like my dad is the hardest working person like I know like it's crazy 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 not you know not extremely educated and knowledgeable on anything, but like in terms of like working hard, like I've never met somebody that'll okay. go as hard as he possibly can. Okay. But that also comes from not just him, but I grew up in a big family household of around 13, 14 people. What? Yeah, I know, crazy. So, uh, and- brothers and sisters you have? So, um three, like three brothers passed away like yeah. throughout the years, but th- three brothers, but also there was, Cousins that lived wow. with us, auntie, uncle, grandfather, grandmother, yeah. uh, other uncle, as well. Yeah. So, all in arts. So I'm pretty sure I was 13. Oh, wow. All up. Um, but all of those that like, would work hard. Like, yeah. again, no one specifically. So, your
1: ethnic background, if you don't
0: mind me asking. So, uh, Middle East and Pakistani, yeah. uh, Irish and English. Okay, in so my, there's a lot of there immigrant work ethic. There is, well, yeah, I think that was it <laughs> yeah. because my grandfather like, grew up in, in Pakistan and he, yep. he emigrated over to, to the UK. And Pakistani
1: um, Irish and English
0: yeah that's an so, interesting mix not a bad little skin tone year round <laughs> but uh, the downside so, is wait, and who's who your mum's so my uh, my mum's family were all still like Pakistan yeah. uh, so I've met them a couple of times but not yeah. really close or anything like that and your father was the Irish English he was the Irish English yeah my okay. gran- my my grandfather was uh, Pakistani yeah. grandmother's English Irish Oh, wow. So he's like the darkest person you'll see. Okay. She's like as pale as a ghost. Sort of but
1: thing. she's Pakistani too, no? No, no, my grandmother.
0: Oh, your grandmother, sorry. Yeah, it's so my grandmother. Your mother's Irish full Pakistani? Yeah, full.
1: Okay, so you're like, okay, got it. Yeah, a little bit of Can't the, really uh, tell, you look like Italian or maltese. Yeah, also or, a lot of people say. Sorry, yeah, yeah. But
0: um, when my when my beard or my hair grow, I get like really bad little um, ginger sort of spots from the Irish. Yeah, so I've, g- got, I've got I've Which is heads, embarrassing so got as hell. i too. Yeah. So I'm a redhead. Yeah, that well that, was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's all, why we get along. All, all that fluffy hair that you're raggers. wearing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you potentially it was from your family then. I reckon, I reckon yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I definitely, definitely think that yeah, was... But what so about weird. the rugby influence? Like, what, was there someone in your family playing rugby? No, or? it was interesting actually because nobody had ever played rugby in, in my household. It was... Um, me, my brother and my cousin live, all live in the same household, but we started at seven years old. Mm. Um, a kid on the street basically just invited us one day to play for the, oh, the local, yeah, to, yeah, to just go okay. training went okay, so we just went and just trained and stuff and got it. Loved yeah. it. And that was at seven and
1: I think a lot of people when they're younger, including myself, aspire to be at a professional level of, you know, sports. Mm. It's just a common thing, you know? yeah. Firemen, sportsmen, mm-hmm. Olympics is like a goal a lot of people have. Yeah. So what were some of the like, challenges you had to go through in your growth as a professional athlete yeah, that might be of value to the people listening?
0: Yeah, so I didn't, so I started at seven, but I, never, I didn't really get good or what I feel to be good until I was probably about 13. So right up until that, that time, I was terrible. I was not a good player. Um, I was scared as hell, like I had this massive fear about me in, in, in that sort of game. And I think a lot of that came down to knowing I wasn't as good as everybody else. Like everyone else was just way faster. They'd score lots and lots of tries every single game. I'd be lucky to score one a year, for example, like growing up. And it wasn't until I sort of started high school. And I remember my dad always sort of saying, if you do anything half-heartedly, you'll get hurt. But if you go 100%, you'll be fine. So he said that to me one, one game and i went okay cool i'm just gonna i'm gonna try this let's see what happens so that game i just went nuts like i was a man possessed i was like okay i'm gonna hit as hard as i can and run as hard as i can and just sort of see what happens and it like worked it completely worked so from then i you sort of that confidence starts to instill. you get a little bit more motivated start to train a little bit harder things be, you know theoretically become a little bit easier because you enjoy it a little bit more so i think in terms of like giving people value is commit that regardless of what you're doing, how how scared you are, you need to just go for it and commit because I believe at least that fear's not real, like it's this this barrier that we create ourselves. The only way to um, conquer fear, I guess, is to take action because whatever you're fearful of, you take that action and immediately it goes away. You don't ever look back and go, oh, I was scared of that. Mm. You know, so I think people, regardless of what profession you're in, whether it is a professional athlete, and sporting background, business, wherever it might be, just go all in. Mm. Because only by going all in, you'll be able to see what you're actually capable of. But then you'll also be able to see that there's nothing there. You know, This fear element doesn't exist. It's a survival mechanism that's two million years old. We don't have to run away from a lion anymore. You know.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's so cool. So take action. Commit, go all in. I like that. Yeah. It reminds, like, what flashed to my mind when you were saying that is that when I was younger, I used to have a fear of heights and water because I ne- I drowned once at the beach. I drowned. I nearly drowned at the beach, uh, and heights just scared me. So like jumping off heights into water was like the fucking craziest, scariest mm. shit ever. But you're right. Once I actually took action, like once I jumped off the, the pier, yeah, you know, the first time consciously, the fear left, and I could do it. Because I'd taken action, the fear was yeah. no longer there. It was just, you're right, it was like I was sitting back at the far back end of the pier and then the water's, you know, over there
0: by mm-hmm. about six meters and I'm like, this. Yeah. It's funny you say actually about heights because I say I used to have that same fear too and I remember mm-hmm. once, like back in the UK, two-story house we had as a family home and I'd climb up to clean the gutter and I got up there, just freaked out. I wasn't even like young. I think I was like 17, 18. Like I was freaking. It was like the... yesterday. Yeah, I was freaking the hell out. And like, as as like, he's doing my cousin and stuff. Like he's throwing rocks at me, like little rocks and stones and stuff like that. I'm freaking the hell out. And I'd had that fear for a long time. And I said to my girlfriend, I was like, I need to get over this. And she's like, okay, well, what are you gonna sort of do? I was like, it was my birthday coming up. And I was like, I'm gonna go skydiving. Perfect. So she went, all right, cool. So she booked me skydiving, and I went and did it. So 14,000 feet, so I jumped here in Australia. <laughs> you didn't fuck around. Did <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It was <laughs> again, just committed. Just yeah. went for it, and yeah. it, was, it was the most insane rush in the world. If you've never skydived before anyone, I highly recommend it. Yeah. But it was in that very split-second moment, I, I got over it. Like, yeah. not afraid of heights <laughs> at, at all anymore. Yeah. 14,000
1: feet yeah. Yeah. I was like oh, well, what's the worst yeah. that's going to happen do you know what yeah. I mean it was like, no, if this is it this is it i probably still still in my pants much. going to do that yeah. but, but the fear of heights has definitely gone away and you're right it was like an invisible barrier in my mind mm. you know I mean? it's like there's yeah. literally some invisible ghost or yeah. some shit holding you there yeah. and stopping you from moving there's nothing like, it doesn't exist isn't that funny I think being a human is funny in that context where you know you have these silly little fears yeah. but all like, you need to do is take Action. I think it helps having the right people too. Hmm. You know, what I mean? like, did you have any friends that were encouraging you? In no, nobody. Or it was, just you? You it was, you, was me. It, it was. was just, just, I suppose mm. your professional athleticism may have helped you with that kind of drive because you've already got that instinct yeah. in your character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whereas someone else who's yeah. a bit more shy or introverted might find mm. that difficult. You know? I think you have
0: to challenge yourself as well a lot of the times because I'm not always being, you know, that that type of person. Like, okay, let's go skydiving. Or let's yeah. go do something base jumping or something crazy yeah. at all. But I think over the years that like you challenge yourself, yeah. you're looking at personal training for example, teaching classes, You know, like teaching classes can be quite daunting to start with yeah. because there's, the class that I taught, there was other personal trainers in there, other mm. pe- people that I respected, some peers, people that have been doing classes for a long time. Mm. And my challenge to myself was, I'm gonna go into this class without planning it. I was like, I'm just gonna go in and just go on a wing. I know what the structure is roughly in my head. and I'm just gonna sort of go for it and I'm just gonna adapt. I don't know how many people are gonna be here today, but I'm just gonna go in there and challenge myself. And I mm. think that done over a long enough period of time, yeah. it builds that comfort. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. yeah, right, I got this. So whatever situation is yeah. like, yeah, you yeah, know, I'll yeah. be absolutely fine.
1: Yeah, good way of putting it. Your comfort zone expands. Mm. Yes. Going back to skydiving. Have you done skydiving before, Daniel?
0: No. You no. should do it, Daniel. I it's dare you to do it. Phenomenal. Are you afraid of heights? Yeah. You are?
1: Yeah.
0: We should go do it together. We'll shit our pants together. You heard it live, everybody. Daniel, John and Daniel. Should
1: are we do it? F- we'll hold hands while we do it. <laughs> Are you sure? He'll yeah. be handsome. I mean, pretty. I mean, beautiful. Your beard would flow. <laughs> In the wind. Be and his hair. <laughs> Only a head Um, Yeah, so I think it's an interesting topic we're touching on here. So how, apart from committing and doing it, like what other tips, tricks, advice would you give to people who, because <coughs> it, it, you're right, it does permeate all things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I train teachers here, and I've trained them for a, over a decade. Um, and there is even a fear just to teach a class. You know, like, mm-hmm. a, a girl that I'm working with as a teacher, like, I've been pushing her to teach a class, she's been shy, but now she's finally done it. And she's like, oh, what well, was I scared of? <laughs> you know? um, yeah. And it does permeate everything, really, for human beings. So what other tips, tricks, advice would you give to people that you've picked up through your you know, trainings as a professional athlete, as a trainer, as moving into acting in a new field? Like, yeah. yeah.
0: I think you need to be very sort of definitive about the end goal like what you're actually moving towards because otherwise there's, I don't think there's enough of a power, intrinsic sort of powerful motivator to take that step. Whether mm-hmm. it's skydiving or whatever, yeah. we acting or acting, whatever it might be. Personal training, professional rugby, yeah. so whatever So what, what do you try to get out of it? What's that intrinsic? How do you know that you're there? How do you know that when you're gonna be emotionally, physically, spiritually satisfied with mm-hmm. it? So I think defining that end goal Is extremely extremely important because otherwise how do you know where you're gonna start I agree with you 100% and the funny
1: thing is a lot of people will um avoid making the end goal Mm -hmm. it's like it takes too much effort or something like I was having a chat with this guy he really wants to build his brand he's already got a good business uh, but no digital presence wants to really build his brand but he's like yeah I think I want to do this this and this so I suggested look you need clarity you need to know exactly where you want to go with this so I helped him out and I defined a few ways that he could actually line that up. And you know, two weeks later he's like, oh, I just need to think about it still. I'm not sure go. And I'm like, bro, it just takes sitting down for one hour. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so on the flip side of that, I agree. Yes, know your end goal. But how can we get people to actually
0: take action
1: on finding their end goal? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know? I think,
0: um, I think it's an interesting, we've, uh, we've, we've sort of spoke before yeah. uh, upon the years and uh. Whenever we had a conversation, well, oh, I always want to do this. I want to do that, and you've been like, "Oh, you know, do this or do that." Like, ends whatever the, the advice is, and I think he's very much. I think he's I think he's almost spiritual. He like has to come from a very internal place yeah. because, even when you've given me the the right advice and, or whoever's, I've given advice to, and you 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 almost know like you're not gonna do anything. You know, like you're not going to do anything about it, even though I've told you exactly what you need to do, because I don't think it matters as much as you think. Like, it might just seem like a good idea. I want to, or it might be just the cool thing, like right now, entrepreneurship, you know, I want to build a big brand. I want to be a successful business owner. I want lots of money. I want to live this lifestyle, wherever it might sort of be. You're
1: saying generically humans or you're saying you? Generically humans, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, I'm
0: talking from a very generic standpoint now, but... Being able to look at that and go, okay, well, why do I want this? Like, what's the actual reason? Do I want it because I've seen it? Because this person looks like they're living this lavish lifestyle? Is that what I actually want? And I think it's interesting because unless you really want that from a very internal place, you'll never actually go for it anyway. So it almost doesn't matter. It's like, cool, I want to live this lavish lifestyle with the cars and the house and things like that, but I'm not going to put in the work. Well, maybe that's not what you actually want. Maybe what you actually want is a, f- a sense of fulfillment, but maybe that fulfillment doesn't come from that place. Maybe that fulfillment comes from a family, or maybe that fulfillment comes from a child, or maybe that fulfillment comes from just living on a beach in Hawaii and just chilling and, li- and working at a surf shack. That could be c- fulfillment for you. Mm. you know. Mm. So I think that how to define your goal is you almost got to feel it, like what? do you actually want? Like, what do you actually want from your life? Take out materialistic things, because as we know, they don't really matter that much. You can't take them to the next life with you. Um, but if you're able to look at a specific goal, like me for acting, for example, I, oh, I'll give you, I, I mean, I'll tell you my why, like the why I want to sort of be an actor, um, this might help. So I, I purely want to be an actor because, the, my, my life's mission I guess is to inspire people to do what they deem is impossible. Like they in themselves. And I think by becoming an actor that I can help people do that by because it's something that I really want. It's very valuable to me. It's very intrinsic to me to be able to succeed at that because I'm not talented. I'm not good at it. I'm not I wasn't born with this ability to be able to act. I'm not a child acting star. I've never done it before. I've never studied about it, never really give a shit about it until I came to Australia and until I was like 20 or something like that, 21, when I was like, you know what? This is something that I'm interested in. Yeah, and I'm it's sure still to the
1: podcast today when you're not too famous. Yeah, I well, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I wouldn't anyway. It's friends, you know what I mean? In 10 years from now, I'll call you up. You're like, sorry, but I'm too busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, homie.
0: I'll hold you to that. I won't, all right? We got it live. We here. got that we on got, camera. We, yeah, exactly. I, won't. I don't want to ever be that, that sort of person. But going, going back to sort of the the ways that me achieving that goal means means everything because it's it's almost like I needed that or I felt I needed that from someone. Like when I watch movies, I feel this just this incredible sense of fulfillment of what this actor's portraying, what this story's being told. Because if we can tell stories, whether it's overcoming anxiety or depression or the feeling of being lost, or if it might be through, throughout film. We can inspire, in my opinion, we can, I can inspire people to be able to mm. overcome them in, in reality. It's like when I'm feeling down or I'm sick or I need inspiration, I watch a movie and I watch one of my, my, my favorite movies, for example, and it makes me almost overcome that feeling of insecurity or whatever it sort of might mm. be. Mm. Like, whoa, if that's going to work for me, mm. then how many other people can I? Tell that story through and share those those commonalities through. because we experience a lot of the things in real life as we do in movies. That's why we relate to the story and it's storytelling at heart. I want to be a storyteller at heart. It's the oldest form of I guess of um, sharing or conversation, but I want to be able to portray a certain character in order to overcome those barriers, that fear, those emotional, spiritual, physical barriers, wherever it sort of might be. But if I can do it on screen, you know hundreds, thousands, millions of people are gonna see that and they're ultimately hopefully gonna be inspired to go do something, regardless yeah. of what that is, whether that's I'm gonna clean up my diet, I'm gonna go start training, I'm gonna go start a martial art, I'm gonna go start this business, wherever it might be because your fulfillment is gonna be very relative to you. But all I need to do is spark that, spark that little bit of hope of like, I need to go and do something. Because he just motivated me by doing whatever it is on, on screen, and I'm gonna take that into my life and how can I apply it to my life? inspiration at
1: scale yes like, you know, like, yeah, yeah there we go it sounds like what you're talking about yeah and you're already doing I mean like what just while we're on that topic where can people find you the guys that are listening like uh, what's your handle where can they find you
0: um, so my handle so predominantly I use Instagram so yep. it's just I am Abhi Khan
1: yep I am Abby Khan at I am Abikan. Khan I am Abikan. Abby Khan Abby's a b
0: i k h a n yeah
1: good okay so find him there if you want to follow along especially if you're interested in you know, personal training, health, fitness, but also acting as a career. Mm. Coming back to it, you're talking about movies. What are your favorite movies? I'm interested. Oh, so
0: I'm very much into a lot of things, but predominantly fantasy. So I love Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, yeah. The Hobbit, you Game use of them Thrones. them as a way
1: to inspire yourself. Yes. So that's a good tip for the people at home if they're feeling demotivated or
0: uncertain of things to watch an inspiring yeah. film. So yeah.
1: Harry Potter, what else?
0: Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, The Hobbit, those sort of fantasy movies like your Marvel movies. But I think, a sa- have from all of those that i love those but disney is is the sort of pinnacle yeah. like walt disney is the greatest inspiration in the world for me yeah. and um again looking back at that that comes from a place of we spent a lot of time as kids watching disney movies yeah. together so again looking back to defining that goal yeah. it makes I get, it holds a lot of value for me because i feel back and look back to when we were kids when everything was just super simple as a family we'd sit around the TV and just watch Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And the most amazing thing in the world. And that means yeah, everything to me. I can see how it is inspiring because I
1: find it inspiring myself. Like for example, in ninety nine when The Matrix came out, that was a you know deciding factor me to go deeper into Kung Fu. Mm. You know, i had been doing martial arts, but then oh, Kung Fu well, wanted that in that right, in ninety yeah. nine, The Matrix, you know, I know Kung Fu, you know that scene and he's doing and I was just like "Fuck!" You this. look
0: like Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> you've got yeah, a very I've heard Morpheus that many look. times.
1: Yeah. Uh, um And I remember after the Matrix, I remember I was running around, chats were doing fly kicks and going, (laughs) yeah, because I was a boxer at the time. So I was, and I was just like, yeah, I got really inspired by that to take up a martial art. Because you said it, Mm. Um, so for you, if you had to pick one today, what would it be like? An all-time inspiring movie? What would you say?
0: All-time inspiring,
1: like, like I mean, just for today
0: on this moment, like, oh right, like like in this, pressure's (laughs) on. I'd say Disney Hercules. That's the first thing. Disney Hercules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Overcoming
1: adversity, the underdog. Yeah. Well, that brings to mind the hero's journey. Well, I mean, as an actor, you probably know about that, but because you know, uh, I got friends who are writers, Mm. uh, and also Tom works in film, like the creative director of Mowbray. Um, So they talk about the hero's journey, you know, and that very much comes into when you're building a brand as well what is your hero's journey? You know, you start up in a certain way with certain fears and discourages and you go on a journey off into a diff- different place and you mm-hmm. learn skills and you come back to the same place with a greater skill set and see what I'm getting at. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's a very inspiring pathway. Hmm. And what about, if we take a step back into your personal training, which you've been doing for about a decade, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are, you know, some, some of the, uh, let's say, Best advice that you're giving to people as as a client of yours, as a as a I don't know what your client you call them, yeah, yeah to help them right. stay motivated. Because I look, I work a, a gym as well, you know, a few hours a week, and I think the like the show rate or the people that actually train is something like twenty percent of the actual members. Yeah. So how do people stay motivated? How do people stay inspired? How do you how do they keep going towards their goals? You know?
0: Yeah. So I think it's very. Personal, yeah. uh, in terms of like, it's going to be very. It depends. Like, it's going to be very dependent on the individual. Yeah. But going back to defining the goal, like, yeah. what what's the end goal? But also, as, again, as cheesy as it is, but why? Like, yeah. why do you actually give a shit yeah. about this particular goal? Like, how's that going to change your life? And is it really? Mm. You know, if you come in and, and like, I just want to lose about three kilos. Okay, cool. Why? Um, yeah, I feel a bit healthier. I feel a bit fitter. All right. Most of those people won't get there. Yeah. You know, or they'll get there and just go back to where they were anyway. Yeah. Because It's like a small, uninspiring goal with yeah. a lack of... Uh, lack of giving a shit, really. You know, yeah, like, drive yeah. behind it. Yeah. yeah. I understand. But if they're able to define someone, okay, I want to get in the best shape of my life for my wedding. Yeah. Okay, that's a big part. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now we can build on something. Like, why is that important to you? Yeah. Because I'm going to be surrounded by my family and loved ones. I don't want to feel um, self-conscious. I don't mm. want to... Know, for example i don't want to look fat or look skinny or look too bulky or mm. look uncomfortable in my in my wager it's the mm. most special day of my life mm. i want to be or remember the photos i want those to be a snapshot or a memory so i can look at, back at them and, and see that forever and okay. show my kids and my grandkids and things like that you know yeah. so defining the goal is is, is definitely definitely yeah. super super important to even yeah. get started
1: yeah knowing the goal knowing the why and then getting getting quite specific and clear yeah, very specific of, exactly uh, how much do you want yeah.
0: you know is it five kilos 10 kilos yeah. 20 kilos 50 yeah. kilos what exactly do you need 1.3 kilos and i'll be able to yeah, yeah, able to, yeah you know yeah. What i mean like the, yeah. cause the more definitive you get about it the almost the, almost from, from a coach standpoint, the easier it is to get you there because yeah. i know exactly what you want so yeah. we can put in places exactly. those exact steps got it
1: got it and flipping to acting now like because it's been a couple of years you've been studying it and moving into that field mm. What have been some of the challenges for you in developing yourself through that? Because it's a whole new field, yeah? yeah, from professional sports to personal training
0: to acting. I mean, it's
1: different, you know. Yeah. So, so, what have been your challenges and or any
0: stories from that that you know? So, the acting industry is very, very interesting. We spoke up before we started the podcast. Is, is the fitness and acting industry are both very, very time consuming. So, to try and be successful in both of them. For me, like, it's almost impossible, I don't like using that word, but it's very, 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 very difficult to be able to do both well at the same time. So with the acting industry, for me personally, I'm not a talented actor at all, uh, from my perspective. So what's been interesting is going into a field where I know nothing about it, I know nothing about the art of acting, I know nothing about techniques or anything in terms of how to, you know, portray a real character, whatever it sort of might be. So being able to go in, that's been really interesting because it's allowed me to A, get way out of my comfort zone, be able to get put in front of people who are better than me and going, okay, go. And you sort of look around and go, shit, like, this is gonna be fucked up. But at the same time, it, you put yourself in a situation where you have to succeed. It's that old sort of terminology of burn your bridges, burn your bridges, burn your boats. Uh, no, <laughs> do not burn your bridges. <laughs> burn your bridges. Boats. Burn the boats. Get <laughs> it, go to the island. Burn your fucking boats yeah. and just go for it. Yeah. Because unless you do that, you're always going to be holding back. You'll never really challenge mm. yourself. You'll never really grow.
1: Yeah. Seems to be a bit of a kind of foundational mindset that you have about you know that mm. that committing. You know, mm. once you made a decision, just go all in. And it, that does sound like it links back to when your dad was like, when you don't, when you go in something half-assed. Then you get hurt, but if yeah. you go all in, you get you don't. You know, I like that. I like that a lot. Mm. Go all in, and I suppose you, you and I are the kind of people that try to do that in all areas of our lives. Like, like for example, you know, one year ago, or just about a year ago, I didn't have any social, but now I have a
0: media company. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's exactly, yeah <laughs> so I've yeah. gone all in. Well, all you told me that yeah. I was just like, oh, geez, like you've done a lot in this, yeah. in this short amount of time. Well, I mean, having realised
1: that we are now the media as individuals because we carry a radio, a television uh, in our pocket and a newspaper in our fucking pocket and you can use that to communicate with the world what you're trying to convey. Like for you, it's inspiring people. You want to inspire others and live into your potential obviously as as a trainer and as an actor and you can actually now communicate that with the world from your pocket. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Pushing those boundaries and going all in, it seems to be a, a through line with you. How do we encourage people to do that, though? Because people sit on the fence. You know, they, yeah. They, they, they ponder and daydream, yeah, and, think and they have these, you know, they're sitting at their desk in a job they don't like, but they really want to get out there and commit. How do we get them to do that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's sort of ask, I think asking yourself, like is what you're doing right now in your life what you want for the rest of your life yeah. like is that are you genuinely happy yeah because i think happiness is the cornerstone of everything like if you're happy cool do your thing yeah. do whatever you want like work an office job work at yeah. mcdonald's work you know uh, casually being a barista whatever it might be are you yeah. genuinely happy and content yeah. in your life if you are keep doing it but if you want to change you've got to look at your life and go okay well, is this what I see for the rest of my life? Am I going to be fulfilled? And if you're not, then you really need to take a look at yourself and go, well, what am I afraid of? What's the worst that can sort of happen? What's the complete. Um, sitting down, uh, I advise sort of sitting down and almost defining your nightmare. Mm. Define the worst possible outcome. Mm, that's What's good, it going to happen? Yeah. And then after you've defined that, or wherever it sort of might be, you know. I've, Uh, my partner will break up with me, I will end up bankrupt, or um, I'll lose my job, whatever, whatever the nightmare is, whatever you're most afraid of. And then, very simply, write the action steps. If this, then what? If this absolutely happened, if it was a reality, then what are the top one, two, three things can I do today to get me back on track. Like, what would I actually do if this happened? Mm-hmm. Because then already you've already got yeah. an action plan, you've got an escape route, you're like, yeah. okay, if this happened, yeah. here's exactly what I'd do to get back to where I am. And if yeah. you can define that, you're like, well, you've got nothing to be fear. Because exactly. you already know how to get out of it. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I agree, I, I use that uh, as a coaching tool. Like, mm-hmm. then what? It's like, you always ask yourself, and then what? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you try to go and become an actor, and then what, you know, if you fail, and then what, oh, then I'll, won't have a house and then what and then i'll live in the street and then what and then i'll have to eat from bins and then what you know you just take it to the yeah. ridiculous and usually what you'll find happens when you do that it ends up coming down to a fear of death hmm. that yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's funny all the fears tie down to that but when thing. you can resolve that like you're saying you realize oh well i'm gonna die anyway A, and what's the worst that can happen yeah. i might as well give it a shot yeah because you're not yeah. going to
0: Die literally, do you know what I mean? Like unless you do something life-threatening, if you do, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna happen at some point anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think doing that, like define. I'm a big fan of uh, defining the nightmare. Yeah, create some actionable steps getting out of that. Interesting.
1: I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard it put that way before. Defining Mm -hmm. the nightmare. No wonder you're a good coach. Hey? I can see that. You'll yeah. definitely be inspiring your clients. I hope so. I uh, hope but so. Take a step back because I, I, you said you, you might find it impossible to do your personal training business and your acting. I suppose that means when you're training people and then also having to go and do the acting work and study mm. and apply for things. Yeah. yeah I,
0: suppose. <coughs> I think you're doing the right thing though. You're documenting it all. Yes, yeah. Because so aren't you documenting everything? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, cause yeah. The the goal is to it's it's going to happen. It's already going to come to fruition. I already, mm. I already know it's going to yeah. happen. It's a matter of time. Mm. But yeah, absolutely documenting the journey so somebody else in my position can at least look at that in the next you know five years and be like, yeah, that's how we did it.
1: So mm. you're documenting everything now, or just your training, just your acting, or the whole shebang? The
0: What's whole the, the whole shebang. Acting is a very sort of scarce in what I'm doing, but when I'm doing it, I'm documenting it as much well, as I possibly thing, can. Because
1: you're documenting, you're, make, you're getting exposure, so that's kind of like acting in a way, meaning that people yeah. will find you, and yes. they'll know that you want to act, they'll get to know your personality, Ooh. your character, your strengths, your weaknesses. Yep. Yeah, yes. so I think, I, think you, I think you're going the right way about it. Okay, good. In my opinion, my only question is, have you, have you got the scale? This is coming into like brand building in business, yeah. like ha- how much content are you putting out? And so this is—I mean—we've taken a different tack. Yeah, mark, no, it's okay. That's but, good. But, but I mean, a lot of the people that listen are people who entrepreneurs, mm. people building their own business as well. Apart from the guys that do kung fu and meditation, mm. which is a bit of an eclectic mix. But that's just the interests I have. Yeah, you know, I love kung fu spirituality meditation, but I also love running businesses. Yeah, baby, baby, baby. So yeah. What's your scale like at the moment? How much? How much are you putting out on a day?
0: So right now, so the the platforms I guess that I use mainly Instagram. So I'm posting I'm posting d- daily on Instagram. One a day, uh, one one to two sometimes yep. a day, but one a day. There's Instagram stories, which I will do a lot more of the documenting day to day. Yeah. On generally when I post my on Instagram, which more of a value like exercise selection, how to perform there, is the benefits of this and that. You're putting route, that in so your stories. That, I'm putting that in my feed. Feed, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The stories is more day to day. So and you're on YouTube as well now. So yeah, I'm on YouTube as well. So doing one. YouTube, Instagram. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, podcast. So launched my podcast two weeks ago now. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Um, Okay, good. Those are the main ones. Those are the main ones because it's just me. I've got I've got a good friend that that helps me edit uh, the YouTube uh, videos, mm. but aside from that, I'm creating everything else and trying to build a personal training brand and try yeah. to do acting, whatever. Work ethic so comes into it again. Yeah, it's yeah. just like there, yeah. there's no choice. Well, you've
1: taken the right, in my opinion, by documenting what you do. You've saved time. You've got a lot of content because you're just already doing it anyway, mm. which is what we do. You know, like I teach classes or I have meetings and we just film it and then put it out, and that provides value to the marketplace, which then builds brand. Yeah. Um. You know. I think it seems like you're doing good there but if my if i was in your shoes i'd scale that to four pieces a day as opposed to one
0: yeah yeah and that that's the uh you're gonna remember your audience
1: right yeah only 30 maximum percent of your audience actually see your posts yeah at that specific time so if you're putting four out then you're more likely to hit your whole audience yeah exactly, <laughs> that right, exactly sense? right and then you can scale quicker
0: and that's so, the uh that's the the goal and it's just trying to do that. It's yeah, yeah. the, the practicality yeah. i know i need to yeah but the that's where you know if that.
1: you can leverage technology or people then you're in a good spot you know, mm. humans that, that are that are believing you and your vision yeah yeah, yeah. all right um how but coming back to the acting challenges i think that's an interesting one for people like what is the biggest challenge right now for you as an actor because i know that because i know you've already succeeded as a professional athlete and as a personal trainer mm. you know you're quite good at that acting still green for you in a yeah. way, right? So yeah, what are you finding the challenges, like the biggest challenges like today?
0: Biggest challenge at the moment is time, is time. Is trying to actually get in there to do. Because for me, I want to be a great actor. It's not a case of just being on screen or- Commit. Being yeah, well, that, well, there <laughs> go you go. All in. Well, there you go, that's <laughs> it. That's it going, going all in as uh, acting is an interesting industry because there's not a lot if no money in it, which is hard to survive with no money until, until, you the yeah, until <laughs> you're the rock yeah um, so as soon as you make it you're sweet you're laughing but it's just getting up to that particular point yeah. so right now it's just the time because the, the way i'm sort of structuring is um is the available time that i've got is studying it's finding coaches coaches that i can get those little nuances and and, and really get into a depth of a, of a character and a believability of a character so to find times that I can get in and having the funds as well okay. to be able to go and do that yep, as well yep, yep, and yep. that ultimately is going to be able to create yep. a believable character yep. and a strong presence in the acting world so yep. that when I'm able to create show reels, approach agencies and do yep. that sort of stuff at least they can look and I go wow okay this guy actually knows what he's doing yeah you know
1: yeah, I think you know that's a common thread I've heard with a lot of different uh, brand builders and entrepreneurs that time becomes an issue how are you overcoming that at the moment how are you you know um Leveraging your time, how are you getting the most out of time? What are you doing to, to to overcome that challenge?
0: So right now, it's it, for me, it's just building brand. So I'm focused on building personal brand as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Again, the the angle is acting, and you, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be the best actor to have a great and flourished career. But I want to be. I want to be very good. You know, I want to win an Oscar. I want to win the Academy Award because I'm very talented at being an actor. Mm-hmm. So right now it's point of a heavy focus in building brand, building networks, uh, communicating with as many other actors as I possibly can who are already in this sort of realm and already doing that sort of thing to try and go, okay, cool, let's, is there any little projects that are going on that I can audition for? Is there any other little projects going on that I can be involved in somewhat. Mm-hmm. So it's just try to do as much as I can with yep. the minimal time that I've got. Is it perfect? Okay. No, okay. but it's something.
1: Yeah, it's movement. I think, yeah. yeah. So, so it sounds like, you know, getting yourself out there as much as possible and also trying to do the right things to build your brand so then your time's leveraged. Yeah. Okay, sounds good, man. Perfect. Um, lastly, we've touched on a few things. Because um, you're quite diverse, I mean, you know, with the fitness and health and then the act, like it's an interesting yeah it's a weird mix yeah interesting jump there but overall what would you say would be the in in regards to building brand because i know that you know we're both quite at the beginning of building our own brands you know how do you think people should go about building their brand how do you would you suggest for them to actually because that's what you're working on now yeah yeah what are some tips you could
0: give someone to build brand Yeah, I think you have to be just very, very genuine, very you. Mm -hmm. I think it's very... Authenticity. Authenticity. Because so many people look on social media and and try and emulate other people and Mm. look at their success and go, oh, I need to be like you to be successful, which is fucking ridiculous. Mm. You know, like the people that like them like them because it is them as a person. Like, you're just going to be a worse version of this other person. Be yourself. Like, if you're looking to build brand for business, like, you're not going to attract the same clientele, but you don't need to. Yeah. Lots of people out there.
1: I think that's a yeah, you're right. I think that's a real advantage in per- building a personal brand is that no one's you. Yeah. No me. one nobody so, can be. Exactly. So no one can copy that. <laughs> yeah. And the people that are gonna uh relate to you are gonna yeah. be like nobody else. Yes. You know? That's it. And and I don't know if you've gotten much of it, but there are a lot of trolls out there as you grow. Yeah. 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 Trolls are great. Like yeah, I think I think if you don't have any trolls that means you're actually not out there enough. Yeah, well exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. yeah. yeah I got tons. It's great. Yeah, I find it. So just quickly, funny thing is that when people do, you know, put hate on your feed, they don't realize they're actually helping you because when there are more comments on your post, it pushes you up the algorithm. So so every time someone puts hate stuff on on my feed, I'm like, thank you, firstly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I put
0: a a video, it was the start of the year, basically it was like a shopping haul video. Like here's what I'm doing, I'm going shopping, I'm buying all these foods and uh, i got some really really good feedback from the yeah. people that watched it yeah. and a lot of dms on my instagram about yeah. it like thanks for making that really simple yeah. and like this one person this one woman was just like all i see is plastic bags being used yeah. and i was just like what and, you know, like the back of my video i was like because i'd used a couple of plastic bags yeah. to put food in yeah. and that's all she had to say and that was it and i just like replied i was like cool i appreciate that like yeah. i apologize if i've offended you yeah. but you've just taking that completely out of context and you've not seen all the good and all the other comments yeah. that are just showing love and like positivity yeah. and stuff like yeah. that of it. You know what I mean? So trolls are always gonna be there. Yeah. Try to bring it and for anybody watching, like they just try to bring you down to their level. You yeah. know? you don't have to succumb to that. You don't have to yeah. accept that. Just the keep just keep would, doing you, you can yeah. literally just ignore them, you know, yeah. if you want to or you can just ask them, they're probably having a really shit day. Yeah. Or they're probably not on the same path as you or they yeah jealous or self-conscious or whatever yeah. it sort of might be i just generally feel sorry for think, them
1: yeah that's it i agree you can go either way because there's two people that use two different sides of the spectrum i know that oprah she just completely ignores them i heard her say that she just ignores totally doesn't pay any attention doesn't want that negativity and then on the other side you have someone like gary v who pays a lot of attention yeah like he'll respond to them to find out what they're thinking what they're and communicate with them yeah so personally i play both sides depending on what i feel yeah like, yeah like depends yeah. on the on what the comments like you know yeah, uh, if, if it's worthy of an actual discussion, or whether it's just straight it's just up hate, because some hate. people are just inside, they're really not happy, so they're just
0: spewing shit on other people. So yeah. like, uh. yeah, so okay, I think today you said before, but then I also think that doing doing what you think is right, yeah, because there's no blueprint to success. Like, there's and no that, that you also, have to yeah, do that.
1: That also links to the whole fear concept, you know, because you've got to release any fears about putting out stuff. 'cause you know, a lot of the time you can be quite self conscious or human beings in general, self conscious or worried what others are gonna think. You know what I mean? So putting it out authentically as yeah. yourself is yeah,
0: definitely uh a... like in every day, like when are in conversation, I don't think about oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just be yourself. Just be yourself, just be because at the end of the day, like all social media is just capturing our day to day life. Yeah. Right. So do you make mistakes? Yeah. Do you say um? Yeah. Like Yeah. Do you pick your nose sometimes? And when you're in conversation, yeah, like you're gonna do random shit. So don't be afraid of being, be yourself. Like yeah. if you do that agreed. stuff, you curse a little bit, then cool, that's, that's who you are.
1: Yeah, agreed. Hmm. An interesting era we're living in now. <laughs> yeah, it's great, I think it's,
0: it's the most, I guess, technologically advanced or the advanced uh, from an evolutionary standpoint than we've ever been, but it's also the most fearful we've ever been at the same time. But it makes no sense because what are we afraid of like there's no one putting a gun to our head there's nobody attacking us there's mm. not a lion trying to eat us mm. like we're pretty safe yeah
1: um yeah you're right so the, those people out there listening now that are looking to build brand from what you've said is be yourself mm-hmm. you know put out content let go of fears commit
0: commit commit yeah
1: go all in on it yeah that definitely works like yeah, like as like you've gone all in, I've gone all in with content, and it's it's working. I mean, at least we're building some
0: exposure locally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, could it always be better? Yeah, could it always be faster? Yeah, was, but yeah, you just, that's where you keep moving. Yeah, yeah. And we had this conversation before. Like, it's, it's the journey, not the destination. 100%. Like, you just got to have fun doing it. If it doesn't go the way you want it, who gives a shit? Like, you just think as long as you enjoy doing it and you're happy doing it. If you're not and you hate everything about it, just don't do it. You don't have to. That's it, hundred percent. You know, you're right that the journey I know it's cliche
1: it's a bit corny the journey is the destination but it's so true me and my mate Anton we have like a, a saying where it's like if you just show up you'll grow you know just show up each day and you'll grow and then the next part is enjoy the stroll to your goal so every step you enjoy it yeah, you enjoy nice. it enjoy the stroll to your goal just show up and you'll grow up not grow up like
0: get older <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: but you'll, you'll evolve yeah you know what I mean so yeah very good any final thoughts, tips, hints? Good movies to watch? For, oh, there's a lot yeah. of good
0: movies. There's, some so, <laughs> oh, there's so many good movies to watch. I'd love to know if anyone's got any tips for me for movies to watch. <laughs> right, to watch any
1: me. movies that you suggest for Abby and I to watch, please post them in the comments below. Yeah. But um, have you got anything lastly you'd like to communicate with our listeners, viewers?
0: I think be in in this sort of day and age and in this life, just be really true to yourself. Like regardless of whatever path you're pursuing, just make sure you're very true to yourself because only through that I think, then you can be truly happy. Because if you're trying to replicate somebody else and who they are as a person and try to look up to people to give you that permission to succeed, not, like none of that's gonna happen. Just be true to yourself and do what makes you happy. Do less of what makes, doesn't make you happy, do more of what makes you happy, and you'll, you'll be all right. You'll yeah. be okay.
1: Beautiful. Brother, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Good man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks,
0: bro. And that is us done. Guys and girls, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed me as a guest and you got to know a little bit more about me. I love sharing my story as everybody else does, and I hope you got to know a little bit why I do what I do and what the sort of big goals are for me in my life. So I hope you enjoyed, and I really do respect john as a person as a human being and i think he's got a lot of value to bring a lot of people in this world so i can't wait to see where his journey takes him but all his links and stuff are going to be in the show notes below so make sure you go check him out and thank you again for taking the time to watch his podcast have an amazing day